This is Deep Cut, The Inquest. Well, this is a slight addition, shall we say, to the podcast uh, this week because there has been an interesting week in court. Uh, Myself and Barry have just stepped out of court uh, during a morning break uh, for a few minutes to bring you uh, an update, basically, on uh, on a court order that has been given um, by the judge um, this week, haven't we? Yeah. The family of Sean Benton have applied to the court to have certain orders made which uh, have the effect of restricting uh, what we're allowed to report from court. It's quite unusual but it does happen occasionally that you get these contempt orders and it's maybe a bit more dramatic than it sounds but what it means is that we're not allowed to report the evidence of, of one witness who uh, has just finished but we'll be making representations to the judge uh, either today or Friday about whether or not this contempt order is going to continue. Uh, the family asked for another witness to be excluded from court. This particular witness was giving their evidence uh, in order to avoid contamination. So they are worried that because the running order changed of when each of these two witnesses was going to give their evidence, they were concerned that one didn't hear what the other one had to say before they said their bit. In essence, it's probably easier to sort of explain if we call witness A and B. A was due to give evidence uh, this week for a number of reasons that has now been delayed. Potentially, uh, we understand, until May. Witness B, however has gone ahead with evidence as planned and the family are concerned about a hearing about B's evidence before they give their own evidence yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I mean there's no problem about using the names but it's a tricky thing to deal with when you're when you're used to being a court reporter it's not uh, it's not easy it doesn't come easy to talk about these things but <laughs> slightly concerned about yeah. breaking any contempt of court yeah. order so, the, so um, the family wanted to make sure that the, the evidence of one witness wasn't contaminated by another and the effect of that is that they also have to apply for a contempt order which prevents us from reporting what this witness says so that the other witnesses' evidence isn't contaminated by them potentially reading a report of what the other one has to say. And it's worth probably uh, sort of pointing out as well, I mean, it's not something that the the judge takes lightly, is it? I mean, he considered submissions from all sides in this. He asked us to make our own submissions um, representing the press, which we did have the opportunity to speak in court to uh, explain to him our concerns about such an order. But that is currently in place until midday on the 9th of March um, that may well be extended it may well be removed altogether but we're yet to find out we um, were asked to say something in court but but that was really more of a courtesy than anything else because they were only really discussing the exclusion of the other witness at that point so when we get to the stage where and if the exclusion is in place if the exclusion order is in place then it kind of follows that the contempt of court order has to remain in place has to be put in place but the judge decided uh, being a very good judge that he is he decided that because he didn't have to make a decision he wasn't going to so he put off making a final decision on the contempt of court order which prevents us from reporting until after such times as the as the witness had finished giving their evidence so he's going to make a decision about whether or not anything that he said is new or brings the story on any further and then he'll make a decision after we've made our representations about whether or not he's going to extend the contempt order and Although we make our own representations, uh, it is also worth noting that we fully understand the family's concerns and issues with regards to this. And uh, I think all the press that have been in court regularly have been very much in agreement that actually we are also very keen that the family receives 
best evidence and yeah. and justice 23 years on and yeah. so this isn't about the media trying to stop evidence you know no. st- stop any justice for the family in any any respect but it is about being able to openly report in court of course it's about the principle of open justice which we are duty bound to try and uh, push for as hard as we can but we are obviously concerned that the family achieves best evidence and we are not going to be doing anything to stand in the way of that but we are duty bound to make sure that our representations our feelings are made known not least because if the contempt order does stay then it's going to make things very difficult for us later on because of the knock-on effect of not being able to report what one witness has said if that's then put to another witness which is frequently the case when when witnesses are giving their their evidence um it's particularly relevant in this instance isn't it but there are a number of moments throughout uh, a witness giving their evidence where various lawyers will put other people's evidence to them to either confirm or, yeah. or contradict what, what they are saying themselves. So yeah. um, if uh, this witness doesn't give evidence until May, as it currently stands, then that will impact what can be reported potentially for the rest of the inquest through until till the end of March. An interesting thing that I've been thinking about as well is that if um, the contempt order is lifted, then that means we've not heard anything new. Mm-hmm. which I thought was the reason why we were here. And on that note, we will say goodbye for now. And uh, Barry and myself will be back uh, with an update on this week's evidence as soon as we can bring it to you. Deep Cut, The Inquest.